Bulletproof Radio, a state of high performance. You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. What if there was a way to level up your energy, get rid of stress, and take more control of your body? Welcome to Quantum Upgrade. This is a new technology that taps into quantum energy to help you feel amazing. Quantum Upgrade has a lot of different products that help protect you from EMF and help activate your body's natural healing abilities. You can expect better sleep, more resilience, less stress, and better blood flow. The cool thing about Quantum Upgrade is that the products are backed by a lot of heavy-duty scientific studies, and there's a new measurable upgrade. You can now use Quantum Upgrade to increase your consciousness levels between 1,400 and 2,200 on the Hawkins map of consciousness. If you don't know what that means, do some research because it's impressive, it's fun to learn about, and it's something that I've come to understand. Ready to try Quantum Upgrade? Visit quantumupgrade.io slash Dave for a seven-day free trial. What if there was a way to feel younger for longer? Well, there is. Your body needs something called the NAD plus molecule to help you age well. When you're young, your body makes a lot of NAD plus, and that helps you make energy, it helps you keep your DNA healthy, absorb nutrients well, and it protects your cells from stress. But once you hit about 30, your NAD plus levels start to drop. The good news is that longevity scientists have found some things that can help, like niacin, niacinamide, and niagen. They help your body make more NAD plus even as you age. All three of these are in an amazing formula called Qualia NAD+. Check out Qualia NAD+, risk-free, for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com slash Dave15 to save an extra 15%. That's neurohacker.com slash Dave15, Qualia NAD+. It's what I use. I'm sitting here uh, with uh, someone who's a mystery guest until I introduce him, but you wouldn't be happy if you didn't get your cool fact of the day, would you? Uh, today's cool fact of the day is, uh, is is pretty interesting because it's about the bowhead whale, which may hold the secret to anti-aging. Oh, wow. And this probably is the longest lived mammal. It's about 200 years. Wow. I'm going to actually beat it. That's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they found some genes in it that are related to DNA repair that they think might be why it lives so long. So it actually has genes that we don't have, but I don't see why we couldn't borrow those genes. Borrow those genes. There you go. So that means it doesn't get cancer. It's extremely rare, even when they're swimming around in water that's mm-hmm. full of this crazy stuff. It's toxic stuff. And they found some of these spears that have 200-year-old ivory spear tips. It's still embedded in them. Holy <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I don't want to live to 200 with ivory spear tips. No, no, no. no that's outside. We can do without that part. Now, and, and before I tell you who is sitting here next to me in New York City, if you haven't seen the new lemon cookie bars. I can tell you, I just shared one here with Dr. Bassoon. Oh, I know who I'm talking to. I'll tell you who he is in a minute. <laughs> They're really good. It's a brand new product introduction. Tastes, in fact, what did you say, Dr. Bassoon? It doesn't taste like a bar. It tastes like pastry. Yeah, it, it, it's very pastry-like. It's, it, you know, bars, I really don't like bars. It literally tastes like a pastry. What really sucked about this, mm-hmm. I'm sorry I didn't mean to use that word. Yeah, sucked as no <laughs> You only gave me a small piece because <laughs> I wanted more and that's all you had. I'll send you a case. That, that solves that problem. Now, Dr. Lionel Bassoon is, uh, is a friend and he's a physician right off of Central Park in New York. He treats a lot of uh, uh, successful Wall Street people. 
uh, a lot of celebrities, and does a, a very interesting type of anti-aging medicine. I, I think anti-aging medicine is the right word for the overall right. part of what you do. Yeah. You're also one of the pioneers of something called mesotherapy. Mesotherapy, yeah. I, I want to talk about your approach to anti-aging because it's okay. different. Okay. And also to say, what is mesotherapy? How did you okay. come up with this stuff and why are people doing it? it, it it's considered a cosmetic procedure. We did an experiment on me about like, two years ago. Two years ago. Uh, just to see what, what it would do. And uh, it, it, it was definitely not what I was expecting. It was a little painful. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's get started on like how you got into the kind of practice you're in because there aren't a lot of guys who do what you do. And then let's talk about the specific cool techniques that you work with. Okay. So I graduated from Mount Sinai um, in my residency in sports medicine rehab. And I was really excited to go into rehab medicine. One of the things I realized people didn't seem to be getting what the kind of the results they wanted and I realized, you know, maybe we need to look at some nutrition and we need to talk to people about some exercise and about some lifestyle. And then guys started coming and back in the early nineties, if you were prescribing testosterone, most likely you wanted the FDA radar, the medical board radar, the DEA. So people were terrified to do it. So we kind of did some hormones on the ground. And every time you wrote a prescription, you were like shaking, thinking, oh my God, tomorrow I'm gonna to have police knocking on my door for writing this prescription. Right. But, so that kind of, how, that's how that started. And so we started looking at whole body, but to me, anti-aging is not just giving hormones, it's not just doing nutrition. Look, you're big on gut health. And, and my, my approach to aging, the first, most important thing is, if you don't take care of your gut, you know, it doesn't matter how much Botox you have, how much cosmetic surgery you have, how much testosterone you take, it's not gonna work. It's a temporary fix. So you have to fix your whole body. And I'm an osteopath, and osteopathic medicine teaches you the whole body approach. And so my approach is to do everything. So we do some cosmetics, we do the stem cells, we do look at the gut health, we look at your hormones, we even now start to look at genetics so we can look at your health from a genetic perspective, look at the traditional labs, and that's my approach to doing anti-aging. We do everything, the whole body person. So you you so definitely I, spent time on cosmetic stuff, which is, uh -huh. a lot of people, they look at anti-aging medicine, and they think, oh, that's like, you know, Botox. But, but it's, it, that's actually maybe not how it works. Well, you know, it's interesting, because the term anti-aging typically started off with medicine. And then the cosmetic companies sort of latched on to it. And then guys who were doing cosmetic uh, procedures started saying we're doing anti-aging. But really, what question is, what is anti-aging? So to me, you have to start fixing things internally because you could do all the face procedures, but if you don't eat healthy, if you don't fix the gut, don't take care of SIBO, if you have candida, and by the way, if you live in New York, we can't test you for candida anymore, <laughs> Yeah, which is really, uh, a terrible thing. State regulatory it's, stuff. State is right. State regulatory stuff. But there's ways to figure it out. So if we look at a TGF beta, and if we see a TGF beta elevated, then most likely I'll treat them. So, so what that means, if if you're not uh, in the the inner circle of that TGF beta, is an inflammatory marker. And if you read the Bulletproof Diet, you absolutely know. Look, inflammation matters more than cholesterol, which doesn't matter much at all unless it's oxidized. <laughs> and, and so if you're inflamed, whatever the cause, you gotta, you gotta figure out what it is. And if the inflammation, and you're saying is candida or, or systemic yeast, 
it's going to raise this one inflammatory marker. So even though it's illegal on this side of the water, you go to New Jersey and you get a lab test, but you can't get it in New York. You can't get it in New York. And if you write a prescription with a New York license, you can't get it done. But we found a way around now, so Genova Labs will allow us to do a urine test and look at metabolites. Um, and once they find out we're doing that, they'll probably shut it down too. <laughs> oh, look, I'm not bashing the state of New York because I live here and work here, but there are a lot of regulations and it's heavily influenced by pharmaceutical companies and insurance companies. So it makes it difficult to do this kind of medicine but there's ways around it, and at the end of the day, you have to do what's right for the patient. That, that's uh, the most important thing. A lot of people listening, I, I don't talk about this too much, but before I started Bulletproof, you know, became known for starting Bulletproof Coffee. I, uh, you know, I weighed 300 pounds and all that, but I also started a medical lab testing company with my wife, Dr. Lana, and we were testing nationwide, one of the first, like, you can order your test without a doctor kind of companies. Mm -hmm. We were only testing for antibody responses to environmental toxins or infections. So we could see if you were allergic to like titanium, a hip implants wow. before you got titanium. Turns out 10% of people were getting like a reaction to, to things that are supposed to be hypoallergenic and not. Right. So right. we had some people who were dying of an allergic response to implants. And especially, if you had, especially if you had a hip implant. You can't just take a Benadryl shot for that. You gotta take the thing out and, and that goes through your body so it becomes very toxic. And we talk about inflammation as being an underlying thing. The problem is we could never sell that test in New York right. because the laws in the state are different than all the other states. So all the lab companies are trying to do this, and for people in New York, it's like, look, there's weird legislation here that means you don't get access to the same data that everyone else in the country gets. It's actually not a, not a level playing field. The New Yorkers are at a disadvantage because of that. We are, and but we try to find ways to work around it. Yeah. So basically. You know, two plus two plus one is always going to be five. So you figure out, look at other markers and basically extrapolate and based on their symptoms and try to figure out, well, you have a TGF beta is elevated, which is an inflammatory marker. You don't have Lyme's disease. You don't have a cancer. You don't have SIBO. So most likely it's probably some sort of um, infection going on. And if I have to guess that, you should guess it's a, a fungus. I love that you're talking about fungus in the context of anti-aging medicine because our fungal infections, if inflammation is one of the things that makes people well sick, it also makes them age more quickly. So inflamed people or get wrinkled, they get old, and it takes years off their life. Also, these funguses, eventually, if they live long enough, not the, the fungus, but I'm sorry, not the patients, but the patients, if it's been there in their uh, intestines long enough, it, the toxins are being absorbed, the fungus actually leaves the intestines and so it becomes systemic. So people, things with like psoriasis, eczema, people with, I even see with hair loss sometimes, guys coming in, they're losing their hair. I'm examining their scalp and I see these tiny little patches of red stuff. And I say, you know, I think that's a fungus. Let's give you a topical antifungal and the hair starts growing back. And it's interesting, the dermatologists say antifungals make hair grow, but they don't tell you well, maybe it's working to grow here because maybe it's a fungal infecting your scalp yeah. and causing the hair to fall off from the toxins that's being produced. Look, toxins, almost a hundred, I'm sorry, approximately a hundred different estrogenic type toxins are produced from fungus. Uh, there you go. The xenoestrogens are a major problem. I, I just wrote a book about stretch marks and, and it's... Uh, 
not how you reverse stretch marks. In fact, I'll ask you about that. You can probably have some good ideas. But it's what causes them, because I'm covered in stretch marks when I was obese. They started when I was 16. And, wow. And so I, I just did the detective work. But what are all the, the things that might have caused that? So what should you do if you have one stretch mark to make sure you don't get any more? Because I just wish someone had told me that. It's like it's a buck on Amazon or something. Uh, not like my full-on kind of books, but it's just like the 80 or so pages with all that info. But one of the things in there is inflammation from a fungal infection. You can go stretch marks. You can go stretch marks. Do you buy that? It's okay to say no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's possible if you have if you could prove there's an infection. But look, women who get this this to go back to your pregnancy. Yeah. Your immune system is suppressed. Otherwise, you're going to reject the baby. Mm -hmm. So is it so? If you have an unlife infection, yes, it's, it's possible. But could I say no? Logically, I would say no, but if you look yeah. at it the, from the immune perspective in a pregnant woman, but we typically tend to see, commonly see stretch marks, but people who are overweight, they have infections of their, in their intestines, they tend to yeah. be estrogen dominant. So where's the estrogen coming from? They're not taking excessive estrogen, so it's coming from a source, and if the source is the fungus, then there you go. Yeah, I wouldn't think that pregnant women are getting their estrogen from that. That's just normal body hormones. But like, why is a you know, 16-year-old or, or a you know, 22-year-old with stretch marks? I have like my hips, like I've got like zero stripes on, on my abdomen. And even though I, I have like a six-pack now, but I still have a, like a zero six-pack. That Some of that was xenoestrogens. These are maybe a thousand to 10,000 times stronger than your body's estrogen from the environment I was in. And from an aging perspective, like that's not good news, right? No, no, but since you're coming out of calcium deglucarate, it'll take some of those estrogenic toxins out. Oh, that's a cool thing. So, so I just launched calcium deglucarate. This is a, a new bulletproof supplement. And I, I've, for a long time, had a, a very powerful source of glutathione, the glutathione force. And the, the secondary pathway for the liver to detox things is calcium deglucarate. But I, I didn't even know that you were using glucarate. So what's your take on this stuff? Well, we usually might do a weight loss. I assume that everybody's estrogen dominant, and then yeah. when we look at the, the levels and we do the math, they are estrogen dominant. So, so if we assume the estrogen is coming from their gut, then I give them calcium deglucarate to help pull that out and detoxify it. So what's going on there is... In, it's in almost men. like chelating and taking oh, out. That's a good picture. So, so chelating yeah. is the idea of binding uh, to a toxin so you can excrete yes, you're it. scrapping it and pulling it out. And so what the calcium deglucarate does, it helps the liver find extra estrogen and get rid of it. Get rid of it. In my case, uh, uh, my testosterone, I think it's probably genetic, but be, maybe because I was obese, I've always turned testosterone into estrogen more efficiently than average. So I take this off, I've taken it for years in order to help me keep my estrogen levels right. low, because if they're too high, you're not gonna like how you look. No, so estrogen dominance, look, most people overweight tend to be estrogen dominant. So most guys that come to me, their belly is like this, so we say, look, most likely you're estrogen dominant, so we take total testosterone divided by the estrogen. We get a number, that number should be between 40 and 50. The average guy tends to be less than 30. So they're just, that I see too much, right? right. And so you see so, a lot of really successful people though, they're not all obese, right? It's New York, not everyone knows uh, that. Well, <laughs> well, they may not be obese, but they're overweight. Yeah. So. So the thing is, by, by definition, you know, if the BMI is over 29.9, but most of the guys who come in that I see, they literally, they come here just because they have a low libido or they have a low sex drive or they have, they have problems with their erections or they're tired. Right. And so when you come in, 
with these three simple symptoms, you would expect, well, we'll check your testosterone and give you testosterone, which they're stunned when I said, well, now we're gonna check your estrogens and we're gonna look for fungal markers and we're gonna look for inflammatory markers. Are we gonna run the genetics and see if you have a, a gene that's making you convert more testosterone into estrogen? Or maybe you just can't metabolize or break down the estrogen. So there's a gene called the COMT gene, which we were talking about earlier. Yep. So people tend to be smart, people who tend to be uh, motivated, people who, you know, high functioning executives tend to have a mutation in that gene, which makes them, gives you more dopamine in your brain. But at the same time, it slows down the metabolism of estrogen. So you can detoxify the estrogen, so the estrogen, so you can be smart and fat, basically. I, I kind of described me <laughs> to a T, so I'm, I'm going to be looking at my, uh, the, the full human genome, but I didn't bring the data with me. Yeah, see what my CMG scores are. Well, I'd like, I like to see what that COMT gene on yours look like. You don't get that through 23andMe, though, right? You need to do more extensive testing? Uh, well, if you had the full human genome done, they should have done yeah, everything, that. right? Yeah. But for the average listener, if they wanted to understand COMT. So for the average listener, look, your traditional doctor may do it, but your alternative medicine doctor will do it. And it's called as capital C, capital O, capital M, capital T gene. So there's three, three possibilities. Uh, one where there is a mutation where you have excess, uh, excessive activity of the COMT gene, which means you break it on dopamine very, very quickly, which means you could also metabolize estrogen very quickly. And those people are so-called considered uh, normal, but those people also, executive-wise, they're not as high-functional executive. So dopamine's lower, dopamine's so lower. Used up. So yeah. it keeps getting, so, you know, these, uh, I tend to call them slackers, and that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't mean they're lazy by any means. There are benefits to it, so people who have the so-called normal gene tend to function great under stress. People who have the mutated version where they have less of the COMT tend to be more executives, tend to be people who are in business, people who are running their own companies, people who just want to get up and go to work. They, they go to sleep at night and they're thinking about all these business things, which is great for them in their brain. But outside the brain, what's it doing to your body? The same gene also metabolizes estrogen and adrenaline. So they have more estrogen, more adrenaline for stress, right. but more dopamine for smart. Smart. So, but sometimes these same people, if there is a crisis, they just like freeze. They just, because they become overwhelmed. I, I used to be like that, uh, uh, for sure. And I, I'm not more because I've done the 40 years and I've done all this neurofeedback. So like I'm, I'm wired neurologically much more resiliently than I was before. Well, I, I got to tell you, since I last saw you, you look amazing. Oh, thanks. I, but not just your skin and your body, but it's almost like you look more zen. And the thing is, there is a piece of I'm seeing you that I haven't seen before. Oh. So, so, so it proves your product the, that you're doing. Oh, the, the training stuff. The training yeah. stuff is working. Because when I saw you this morning, yeah. I said, gee, David, you, there's something different about you. And yes, physically, I could see the weight, but there's a different aura about you. Well, you have a meditation practice. Are you, you want to talk about your meditation stuff? I mean, it's part of anti-aging. It's part of anti-aging. Look, I have a guru from India, and we, um, he taught me privately, which I was very fortunate uh, to meet him about 20 years ago, and he was known that time. So I was fortunate to get private instruction. <clears throat> and so he taught me a meditation technique. 
and that literally it almost feels like every cell in my body was having an orgasm. Wow. I really want that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it felt so good. Sometimes I'll be in meditation for two, three, four hours. The officer would be calling, screaming, your patience at 10 o'clock and you're still not here. Because I, I just could, could not get out of that state. I, not, well, I didn't want to leave that state. Is there a name for that state? Uh, I didn't have a name for it <laughs> then. But I remember he said to me, he says, look, if you keep doing this, you will become enlightened, you'll be, see what nirvana feels like. Wow. He says, and so when I explained to him what was happening, he goes, well, you should back off because you don't, you still have to function in the material world. You still have to go to work. You still have to pay your bills. So, and I said to myself, yeah, maybe I do need to back off, but I, I, I love meditation. But the interesting thing is what I've learned from meditation it used to be that you go through this practice and eventually get to the point where the mind is calm and peaceful and still. But when you do this, could you do it automatically? Could you be sitting behind your desk and just go into that state? And now I, I think I'm at that point. Well, I could be studying, I could be reading. And I'm sure that's what your training does also. It helps, yeah. you, helps you to get there where you don't have to sit and chant and do all these things where you can just go right into that state and so you can bring instant peace and relaxation. A while ago, maybe 10 years ago, the Dalai Lama announced a prize. Uh, I think it was probably for either Gamma State or Delta State, I don't remember, but he basically said, if someone can show me how to get into the state in less than four hours, there's a $100,000 prize. <laughs> and he's like, use neuroscience, I don't care. Like, it takes me too long, but I need this the state. Right. But for the average person who's maybe has a little meditation practice, it's it's a struggle to sit and, and be calm and focused and aware of what's going on in the body. And you as a longtime meditator and, and others I know have practiced uh, like Art of Living, uh, one of the, the guys who really uh, was CEO of one of the companies I used to work for, has been doing yoga every morning for 35 years and with uh, these breathing exercises. And for guys at your level of learning or his, you can you kind of carry it with you always. And, and then you can you can turn it on when you need to, but it, it sounds impossible for like someone who's just started meditating. How long did it take you before you could you could get there? About ten years. About ten years. <laughs> so, so I'm a lazy guy, and that's why I started the neuroscience right. thing in Seattle because uh, I, I found that with a computer guiding me, instead of sort of fumbling around, I could cut the time down now. So I I can always access like the state of like it's you feel it's like a peace and a gratitude thing well i think you just call it instant access (laughs) (laughs) it's not quite enlightenment but it's closer than it was before but better but earlier when we spoke i said to you i'm intrigued by what you're doing with neuroscience and i would like to come well we'll we'll do a trade you can stick me with some stem cells and some uh uh, some of your other amazingness yeah, and uh, well, that would be fun. I, I would like to go and be conscious and be in the Delta State. Yeah, that would be we, an we amazing feat. And stem cells, yeah, we'll hook you up tomorrow. That sounds like a plan. Uh, now, let's see, there's so many cool things to talk about. Let's talk about your approach to stem cells, what you think about them, and then let's talk about mesotherapy, because okay. I think no one listening has heard of mesotherapy, yeah. it, but you wrote a textbook on it, if I can yeah. a textbook on it. Well, it's... It's more of an information book for prospective patients okay, teaching cool. them about it. But um, so mesotherapy is a French medical specialty, and I have to tell you a funny story. When I was in practice, we were doing something called endomology for cellulite, and this woman, French woman, walked into my office and said, 
doctor, I'm here for mesotherapy. And I thought she'd lost her mind because I never heard about mesotherapy. And she started taking her clothes off. So it's not a bad kind of patient. <laughs> As a traditional Western doctor, I go, what are you doing? She goes, what do you mean? I'm here for mesotherapy. She starts taking her clothes off. So I said, oh, I'm sorry. You got to leave my office right now. And so New York State is a very difficult state for doctors. So you don't know if you're being set up for something. So I, I asked her to leave. She starts yelling and screaming at me. She wouldn't leave. So we had to call 911. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and honestly, today I wish I could find this woman to apologize to. Because <laughs> two weeks later, another woman came and I said, Dr. Bassuna, do you do mesotherapy? And I said, no. She says, well, you must learn it. So again, I thought she was crazy enough for mine because in traditional medicine, whenever you hear something new, our first thing, the antennas go up and we think, this must be quackery because we're not trained to think outside the box and look right. at things differently. And so I said, okay, I'm going to listen this time. So she called the place in Paris and set up a course and says, I'll meet you there. I'll translate for you. So I said, okay, I'll go. Except I didn't go <laughs> because I thought it was quackery. <laughs> so anyway, I went. How long ago? Is this like 20 years ago? This is not. Yes, yeah, about 20 years okay. ago. But, uh, so I went. Um, Actually, 18 years ago. So in uh, 19, the end of 97, 98, I went and I studied and I said, oh my gosh, this is really, really amazing. So Dr. Pistol, who uh, discovered mesotherapy, basically what they discovered was a method of administering medicines other than doing orally or IV or rectally through suppositories. The concept was injecting the medicine exactly at the site of the pathology. So, but you inject it into the skin. So if you inject it into the skin, the skin has what's called a redundant circulation. So whatever you inject in the skin will stay up to seven days and slowly leach out. And uh, sometimes it could be up to two weeks. So they were using it for pain. They were using it for weight loss. They were using it for cellulite. Mm -hmm. And so when I um, saw the technique, uh, I said, wow, this is pretty intriguing. So I'm gonna go back home and do this stuff. But they were using all homeopathic stuff and they were taking 80 treatments to get uh, suddenly treated. So 80 I, treatments, 80 yeah. injections. No, 80 treatments. So you go to the doctor 80 times. And the, the injections are like 20 or 30 injections. Well, they were, they were doing like eight to 10. So what I've yeah. done was modified it and mix uh, homeopathic medicines with traditional medicines. Mm -hmm. And then we would do um, slightly 100, 200, 300. Mm -hmm. But I was getting results between three and 20 sessions. And 20 the sessions. The results was reduction in fat locally and reduction in cellulite? So, by definition, fat and cellulite is two different things. Yeah. So, when people associate fat and cellulite, it's really a misnomer because skinny women tend to have the worst cellulite. And fat women don't really care about cellulite, they care about losing weight right, okay. so and it's important people believe if you have cellulite you're fat but you're not and i examine cellulite day long i see skinny women tend to have the worst cellulite so cellulite are just pockets of fat uh, that for whatever reason be diet whether it be a genetics whether too much estrogen whether it be from pregnancy um that shows up and basically with cellulite the estrogen levels have gone up and the fat makes the fat cells grow 
and they break through the connective tissue and sort of herniate out and so you create these little bumps in the skin. So I target those um, cellulite, the stair tones, or what let's call it little bumps for the audience, um, with medicines that shrinks the fat, increase circulation, help repair the collagen, and I inject it directly into the cellulite. Now, about seven years ago, I did an interview for a magazine. I said, in five years from now, mesotherapy is going to be in every corner. Well, it's not quite there yet, but there's now over probably two, three hundred doctors plus who are doing mesotherapy. Uh, we were on 2020 in 2003, national TV show on mesotherapy. And Barbara Walters says, look, this is the next thing since sliced, the best thing since sliced bread. And that was a great introduction from her. By yeah, and so the day that program aired, the next day there were like 20 mesotherapy training courses around the country. Doctors were flocking to learn about it. Obviously there were skeptics. But now there's Kybella, which is approved to inject underneath the neck to break down fat. It's FDA approved for that. And the dermatologists who would not embrace mesotherapy are now doing this procedure, which is exactly what mesotherapy does. <laughs> In fact, the active ingredient that's being approved for this for shrinking fat underneath the neck is the same thing I treated you with. Oh, okay, what was it? It's deoxycholic acid, but yeah. but it's, yeah, there's herbs in there too. Some herbal preparations. I, I was twitching quite a bit when you did that. It was about 10 injections. I mean, by the way, where I was treated, I've had, I, the technical term is, is bitch tits. Uh, <laughs> since, I was, since I was a teenager, all the guys in my family have it, and I, I make too much estrogen. Right. Right. You're estrogen dominant. Yeah, and I was obese, which makes me even more estrogen dominant. So I, I always have a little bit of extra fat on my on my man boobs. Right. And I'm like, all right, let's see what we can do with this. Like, I don't know if when one treatment or really something, but I was I was shaking for a little while. You're all shaky, so there's a little bit of aminophilin in there okay. to break down the fat. Mm -hmm. There's some phosphatidylcholine in there, and that causes cyclic amping increase and also uh, keeps the medicine longer in the fat so you get okay. a, a longer term effect. And we had some artichoke. Injectable artichoke, which nice. we were talking about earlier. <laughs> but it's interestingly enough, in studies that we've conducted, artichoke makes you break down fat faster than anything else when injected. Because of the effects on Oh, it was injected. Yeah. Right. So we took fat cells and we exposed it to all these different things that breaks down fat. Yeah. The oxycholate kills all the fat cells. But when we look at the amount of fat in the jar when we give the cells artichoke, there's more fat being released from the fat cells, but it has to be injected. So eating artichoke won't do anything with that. Taking it orally won't well, do anything. Taking it orally helps your liver, basically. Right. It also helps your liver detoxify. Um, it makes smooth muscles work better. Except I'm allergic to artichokes. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's interesting because I injected myself and I got shaky. Yeah. But for me, it was probably the artichoke than anything else. So you got an adrenal response from an allergen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so with mesotherapy, look, we inject, we use it to inject vitamins in the face, so it makes the skin look better. We do PRP in the scalp for hair loss. Now it's interesting. PRP is really hot right now, but back in two thousand, we were injecting. Yeah, I was doing PRP in joints and faces and scalps. And the last three years, somebody created the term vampire facelift, and and that made PRP just go off the charts. Now, there was one PRP company back then, now uh, there's probably like 20, 30 PRP yeah. companies. 
And like anything else, as you know, not all PRP kits are the same, so I still use the original product because studies have shown they have the most PRP. So we mix that with growth hormone. And again, people think mesotherapy is just treating fat and just treating cellulite, but if you put some growth hormone with the PRP and inject it into the scalp, we see the hair stop falling, we see the hair start growing. And if we mix the biofactors, the embryonic factors that comes um, that, that, that approve legal to use. We mix it, we actually see the hair growing faster also. Wow. And so, you know. Well, I don't know gray hair. I, mean, I, I've, I've been, my mom, my mom turned gray at like 20. And it's, there's a genetic, my, all the guys in my family are bald, so I kept my hair, but I'm, I got a little bit of salt and pepper. I'm 44 though, so can you reverse that with this stuff? Or do I have to dye it like everyone else? I'm not going to, by the way. So, about three years ago, there was a product in the UK that was uh, just looking to get approved. And I think the website was called No More Gray Hair, something like that. Yeah. And it was a pill that you could take, but apparently never got anywhere. So um, Did it work? They claimed it did. But obviously, you haven't heard about it because, yeah. look, if there's a way to fix gray hair, I'll be the first one in the line. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to knock you off the line. And you're, you're paying a lot of attention when so you're looking at genetics and all. So look, the, yeah. st the stem cells though, one of the things, so you're going to be interviewing Oscar Garcia one of yeah. these days, right? Yeah. So talk to him about it because he puts it on his website. His hair from the stem cells we injected using mesotherapy in the scalp, his hair is so thick. He looks great. He's, he, he, no one would guess how old he is, but he's... Oh, let's not tell me. But. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you, but he's, he's told me. And Oscar Garcia has written some books on anti-aging. He's, he's a mutual yeah, friend he, here in New York as yeah, well. Yeah, he's written four books. Uh, and look, He's responsible for me being in New York because I was leaving Florida. And I'm sorry, leaving New York to go to Florida. And he says, look, you're like the world's expert in mesotherapy. Why would you go to the yeah. boonies in Florida? Stay here. And so he convinced me to stay in New York. So with the mesotherapy, we use it for PRP. We use it for stem cells. We use it for uh, uh, cosmetically to facial treatments. We, we do hands with it. Uh, injected into aging skin, we uh, inject cellulite, we break down fat. So let's say somebody had a love handle that they weren't happy, we could target that area of fat. So people are dieting and exercising, they will lose weight, but sometimes a little bit of saddlebag, a little muffin top, in your case, you're pretty healthy, the man boobs, so we could inject all those things to amplify whatever pro program you're doing. What age should people think about this? Like, there's a lot of people in their mid twenties who are, you know, have been obese or who are obese or just have some things they don't like. But there's also people who are, you know, sixty. Right. What What's a typical use case for mesotherapy? Well, if we're talking about cellulite, the sooner you see it, the better you you yeah. are. So, for instance, we take care of a lot of women who work in fashion. Mm -hmm. So, we do. Their legs look perfect, but when they get photographed and you see the pictures and you see the cellulite, it drives them nuts. So they come in and they do it every one treatment every three or four months to just keep their legs clean, free of cellulite. But typical program, 10 treatments, and then they'll do um, once a year. But people in fashion tend to come, they're like fanatical about their legs because it's, it's, it's your body. It's how you make a living right. from walking down a runway. So you have to look great. So those women come in like every three months to get a treatment. Yeah, is this an expensive treatment? Uh, well, when people ask me that, my question is, <laughs> I always respond by saying, look, 
what's the value of having great legs and these women are getting paid hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars to walk down the runway. That's an asset that you invest in. That's so like so you're, you're, you're investing into your asset. Yeah. It's your instrument. Your body is your instrument. So, but then there, the, the women who are executives uh, who do this treatment, look, they go on vacations with their husbands. They go on vacations with their kids. Uh, they don't have the time to go out and work in the gym. And, and even working out doesn't get rid of cellulite. So it gives you fulfillment. Look, women who have cellulite, they're sad, okay? They're unhappy, they feel depressed, it, it limits them socially, they don't wanna wear a swimsuit, they don't wanna wear a skirt. So the quality of life is affected. So could you put a price on that? Well, my price is $750 per treatment, but the, the benefits to the patient mm -hmm. That some people look in three treatments, they're done. And also, so you're in New York, we're one block off Central Park. This is what Fifth Avenue for. Right. No. So, so like this is kind of a Tony neighborhood. I know high end clients. Right. We got, there's about a quarter million people listening right. all over the world. But right. so if, if you're in, you know, Podunk, Iowa, which is actually a city, right? Right. Um, like, like, is there sort of like a going national price when you're not in like a, a you're right. one of the highest right. anti aging guys there is? So. Well, first of all, no, no offense to put on Iowa. So I graduated from Des Moines. Iowa. <laughs> of course, there you go. I can picture home stuff. <laughs> and, and I loved growing up and going to school in Iowa. I had the best time of my life out there. So it was amazing. You, you grew up in Iowa? No, no, I went to medical it's school. It's just medical school. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so I really had a great time out there. So I so just had this, just sit out of <laughs> Iowa. So anyway, look, pricing throughout the country varies. For instance, New York, you're allowed to charge more because our malpractice is more. Yeah. The price of rent, for instance, oh, I, I, I go to friends' offices and they have 8,000 square feet and they're paying less than $5,000 in rent for New York. In a medical office, you have 1,000 square feet. It's about ten, twelve thousand dollars yeah. in rent. So, so also, there are other factors that goes into play level of expertise. I mean, you're, you're one of the... Well, I did one of six. It's a fair point. Like, 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 if you go to someone who just got trained, hasn't done many of these things, right. it'll probably work fine. They've just been trained. Right. But if you're making $100,000 per afternoon walking down a runway, like, <laughs> you don't want, like, potholes. <laughs> exactly. Well, look, expertise are important. And I have people who will come from different states. And I said, but I trained a doctor in your state. Why don't you go to that doctor? Well, you know, that doctor's only been doing it for two months or three months. And sometimes these doctors don't follow up and get updates because science changes. Mm -hmm. So I change my formulas, I change my methods, I change techniques as yeah. science evolves. So I'm constantly improving what I do. Uh, for instance, when we were doing PRP in the year, it was, it was great. But now we use a Dermapen with the PRP, we get better results. Now we add the biofactor, so I'm constantly evolving what we do. So it's not like the same thing all the time. It, it, it's a fascinating field, and, and a lot of listeners right now probably don't realize that there's so much going on. And, and what you're doing is you're mixing you know, IV stuff, topical stuff, and a lot of nutrition, a lot of gut healing, hormone. Yeah. You're looking at every angle here. Yeah, well, look, let's not hair loss for a second. Yeah. So we don't think of hair loss as coming from the gut. So if you didn't have enough stomach acid, so there's a thing called a Heidelberg pH test where when you swallow an electronic capsule, it measures your stomach acid. And most people gag about it, but they when they do it, 
when I say gag, did gag the thought of doing it, but yeah. but there's no wires. It's wireless, right? So you could do it with the wireless, but it's in thirty in thirty minutes, the capsule will leave your stomach and go yeah. into your intestine, so you'll lose the test. Okay. But I actually put like a, a sewing thread on it and just take it, it back out. <laughs> so because when it's moving, you could tell, but you could see um, the stomach acid. So people who tend to have uh, low stomach acid tend to have more hair loss because they just can't uh, absorb the minerals. Mm -hmm. So if you can't absorb the copper and the zinc, you will have hair loss. Uh, you know, they can't absorb uh, digestive protein. They can't, if you don't have stomach acid, you can't uh, absorb B12. I, I'm telling you, this was such a problem for me. Uh, in my, my late 20s when I first realized how, how bad things were going, they said I was like, going to die of a stroke and a heart attack and all this bad stuff. Wow. I was pretty talking about dysfunction. Yeah, it was like, I think I was 29 when I got the lab results. So like, you had very high risk for a clot. I'm like, good God, this was a wake up. I'm 29 years old. Yeah, I'm going to die like I'm 100. And uh, so I, I reversed that, but I had to take six grams of betaine HCL, which is the supplement that basically adds acid. I don't have to take any right now. My stomach acid production is back up. But it, it, so for people listening, that matters. But it yeah. makes a big, big difference. Like I've seen people chronic <laughs> constipation, had no stomach acid, give them betaine, and they say, oh, that feels like a miracle. Because now you can digest your food so you can propel it through. Yeah, and, and if you think about this, if you're not absorbing 20% of, of your minerals because your stomach acid is a little bit low, you're not going to feel it tomorrow. So I'm fine. But 10 years from now, you that's right. It, it's a slow decline. And, and my anti-aging strategy is... I find every one of those like death by a thousand cuts, and if it's relatively simple to prevent or reverse right. it, I'll do it because it's a sum of all these little things. Yeah. So one of my patients said, "You know, Doctor Bassoon, whenever I talk to you, it seems as though there's a compendium of small things wrong with me." But I said, "Do you mind if I use that?" So I wrote it down because literally, if you take all these small things, it's it's like a stack of dominoes, really. You know, you have a whole bunch of small things, something you hit that stuff and the whole pile goes. Yeah. So it's easier to do your prevention now. And if you do the prevention now, look, even though I was telling patients about anti-aging stuff, I myself didn't start taking supplements until I was like 42 years old. You mind if I ask how old are you? Yeah, I'm 55. 55, and you got pretty darn good smooth uh, skin for sure. Um, I do my own anti-aging. <laughs> so my thing is, I look, I say to patients, they go, doctor, but you're recommending all these things. And I said, look, it's really easy to prevent stuff. Now, when you get a stroke or heart attack, just a hospital bill alone is going to be half a million dollars yeah. between your rehab, between the ICU care, uh, between, and, and that's us, including you losing a time from work to time from family. And you may not be able to go back to work. Yeah. So it's easier to prevent than to wait until you need to do an intervention. Do you... Tell your patients to avoid sunlight. I'm sort of like in the air about that because look, there's a Harvard professor who said um, in the Department of Dermatology, people are getting skin cancers because they're not going into the sun. <laughs> yes. And he got fired. <laughs> but he was right. And he was 100% <laughs> right. And even though the medical literature said, you know, going into the sun causes this stuff, but they didn't realize this guy, he's a Harvard professor, he lost his job. The sunlight makes vitamin D, which boosts your immune system so you can fight off the stupid cancer. So we talk about these people in Asia and Africa and South America, there is no epidemic 
of skin cancers, but we see uh, people in, in the U.S., the, the Europeans who go in the sun, and they put the sunblock on, so it's kind of, you're canceling out the beneficial effects of the sun. I looked uh, for research on my new book that comes out in April, it's called Headstrong. It's about mitochondrial function, which you feel in your brain first, because right. you have some mitochondria there, but it's also in the cardiac system and the eyes. Ultraviolet light is a, is a mitochondrial signal. So is, is red light and blue light, and blue light unfortunately inhibits mitochondrial function. So when you avoid the sunlight, you're under fluorescent lights, LED right. lights. So you're getting actually in, inhibitory signals, so you make less energy. So I decided, I live in Canada, it's dark this, this time of year. So I, I have a, a tanning lamp. It's, it's got more UVB than UVA. Right. Right. But I, I give myself 10 minutes on the front, 10 minutes on the back. I sound on my bulletproof eye while I'm doing it. And, and so that's kind of my, my morning routine. And I, I feel better when I do that. Look, it makes a big difference. Look, in the winter time when I'm walking to work, I will always walk on the sunny side of the street. It's, and, it's and, you know, Leslie, when we walk um, to work, just why do you do that? I says, I'm going to walk in the vitamin D side of the street. <laughs> so I don't have a, wherever the sun's shining, yeah. I'm going to go walk in that sunlight because there's a reason why we as human beings evolve on this planet. And we, we are exposed to sun, sunlight is beneficial. So my feet, so going back to the answer, really I tell people it's important to get sun. And if you're going to get sun, don't put the sunblock on. Because you're, you're negating the benefits of the sunlight. And, and that's the difference between an anti-hygiene expert and a dermatologist. Because a dermatologist always put sunscreen. I'm like, you know, why would I put sunscreen unless I'm going to go surfing in Hawaii if we're going to get baked for right. 10 hours or something? No. Well, that's actually a good model. You put the uh, sunscreen on, you get more skin cancers. <laughs> you come back and see the dermatologist. <laughs> it's a recurring revenue model. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how we do it. We just, it's our prevention, but it's really, you do need some sunshine. And, Look, the people have even talked about getting up in the morning and right as the sun rises, just go look at that sunshine and yeah. get it right in your eyes. Without sunglasses. Right? Without sunglasses. So you do it early in the morning at midday. So it's it's not so powerful because it's also important for your brain to the photoreceptors to get that light. There's a whole bunch of receptors in the eyes that are not involved in vision, that are involved in regulating your mitochondria and your circadian like your, your light-dark cycle, the, the whole biology. So I've been doing a lot of research on those lately. Um, and in, in the book, I write about a couple of new inventions oh, wow. that help to manipulate that. Because if, if you do that, what you just said in the morning, you're going to sleep better. And you're an anti-aging dog. So if people sleep better, what happens to their aging? <laughs> I mean, you know, if, well, first of all, going back to sleeping and aging, most people won't get enough sleep. Yeah. And if they don't get enough, or they don't get enough restful sleep, so your body can't heal, you can't recover. And when you sleep, your brain makes these nissle bodies in your brain to recover. So if you don't have the sleep, yeah, it's very important. And it's funny you mentioned sleep. Uh, I'm going uh, right after uh, we finish this, I'm gonna go over and meet Ariana Huffington. Uh, Thrive Global has a pop-up. I'm gonna record oh, wow. a podcast with her, but she just came out with a new book about sleep and her whole other company is it's really sleep focused. Oh, wow. Which is really cool. So I, I love hearing sleep evangelism. And what you said is restful sleep. Restful not just sleep, get more not, sleep. Not more sleep. Yeah. Because you know what? You can have three hours of sleep and have restful sleep. Actually, as a um, Zyrum, I don't know if you've heard of it, it used to be GHB, oh, it's yeah, it's called like yeah. the day rape drug. Yeah, but it's, it's the best sleep drug ever. Yeah, so it's, it's FDA approved for sleeping, uh, for narcolepsy. Can I get a script for that somewhere? I, I, gotta, I gotta talk to my doc. I, this, this is awesome, I, I didn't realize, because GHB for growth hormone is, is 
I was sad when it was yeah. unavailable. It was yeah. made illegal. Yeah. So it's that is extremely costly. I think it's like three thousand dollars. Good God! Three for, for something that was available for you know you two can, bucks on the street. You can buy it. You can still go to Mexico. And people are buying the six packs. People wow. in California have said, "Oh, I just go to Mexico and buy." So I'm not advocating that, just to be clear. Yeah. But the thing about it is, when you took that and you slept and you woke up, because it puts you into really deep sleep. After two hours of sleep, it was like eight hours of sleep, and you were so rested and you had so much energy. In fact, I've taken it once um, for uh, jet lag. Mm-hmm. And so, came back from India, went to bed, took two doses. There's no jet lag. GHB was the first. It naturally occurs in the body. It's actually a nutritional supplement, not a pharmaceutical. It's the first nutritional supplement that was taken off the market with a press release without a change in law. So they, it just was repositioned by some regulatory bodies as a date rape drug, even though it's mm-hmm. very hard to use for that. They have much stronger tranquilizers right. that are used. And, and I, I've always been sad because as an anti-aging substance, and for people who fly a lot, it's so important, but $3,000 out of pocket, good God, that's too much. That, that's way expensive, and it's just too much. It's, it's ridiculous. And I think it's the reason it's gone up is regulations on the company, because actually a doctor was prosecuted for prescribing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a psychiatrist was prosecuted for giving it off-label. So, but it does work, and so the company is very vigilant about it doing this. What about, say, Ambient for sleep or one of those other sleep drugs? What do you, what's your take on that from a sleep perspective and an aging perspective? So I've had people t- in the past take an Ambient and walked around the house and did things that mm-hmm. they won't crowd off. So uh, if I right. don't have to um, okay. give an Ambient script, I try not to. So one of the things I talk to people about blue light, so limit your exposure an hour before Look, I have a patient who's a CEO of an internet company who can't sleep. I says, what do you do when you lay in bed? On my iPhone. I said, here's the deal. You should know blue light suppresses melatonin. Mm-hmm. So he says, oh, I didn't know that. I came back five days later. He says, you know what I do? I put my phone in the drawer exactly like you said, mm-hmm. and I turn it down so I can still hear it if something's important. So when the, if I get a text, the blue light doesn't flash in my eye while I'm sleeping. He says, now he's sleeping. Told just doing that, so I have tons of people don't watch TV an hour before. You know, most time if you lay in bed and you just read actually a book, you'll fall asleep. You're not getting the blue light from watching on TV. You're not getting it from the iPhone, the smartphone. Or there's a program called uh, GetFlux.com. Yeah, and I've been it for twelve years now. Oh, uh, you. you yeah. You never told me about that. <laughs> There's actually a new one called Iris that's even stronger. That's even better. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to download that. I have it in all my computers. Oh, okay. In fact, my glasses that I read with at home, I have them with the Excelsior blue blocking lens on my screen. So when I'm in front of my computer at home, I have blue blocking lenses on there. Check out, I'm gonna, I'll show this to the camera too, but I did this thing to my iPhone. See, so I press and I, I so that's what it normally looks like. So this is a really bright screen. And then I'm going to press this button. Uh, let's see. I'm going to reduce. Oops. I'm going to reduce the white point on here. And so now it's still oh, wow. on, but now there's less brightness. I, I don't know if you guys will be able to see this on YouTube. Uh, the difference, but I'll do a video for you on how to make these changes. But here's the cool thing. Check this out. And now I'm going to put on the color filter. So now I've got a red background, and I think people can see that if they're on YouTube. 
And when I'm reading on my phone at night, I have this on, which radically reduces the blue. Oh, which program is this? Um, this is actually built into iOS. These are the accessibility settings, like, oh, like wow. for people with visual impurities, or visual impurities, uh, uh, that's not a word. Uh, well, that's all right, I just made up the word. It's like an impurity and an impairment mixed impurity. Well, hey, we can make up So words. I can show you how to do it on your phone. I'll do a video for people. But it's basically you press the home button three times. And oh, wow. So you have control during the day, you can still see it, but right. I've found, for me, controlling my light exposure is critically important. And next time I visit you, uh, I'll have uh, some new tricks uh, for even better than Excelsior things that, that are, that are coming is, out. So. This is awesome. Yeah, it's fun. I, I can't wait to do this on my phone. Now, we're coming up on the end of the show, but I've got to ask you this question that I ask all the guests. Okay. So someone comes to you tomorrow, and they say, look, Dr. Bassoon, I want to perform better at everything I do. Right. Like, what are the three most important things that you, you, you'd offer me as advice? This is from your entire life, so it doesn't have to be just your medical practice. So, three things. So, one of the things, it depends on the three things. So, are we talking pharmaceuticals? Are we talking exercise? Are we talking three pharmacy? most important things. <laughs> it, it could be, you know, love thy neighbor, whatever. Yeah. Just your path is yeah. like the things that matter the most. Okay. So, look. Most of my patients come in here and they're tired. They run out. So one of the first things we do is, believe it or not, we talk about bulletproof coffee. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? Really? Yes, I'm not kidding you, for real. Okay, and I sit here, you see my big cup up there? Yeah. Because I still have my Christmas cup. And so patient, I said, look, this is what I'm drinking. Okay. Wow. And so I tell them that, and I tell them why I drink it. Uh, so except I'm allergic to coffee, so I drink um, bulletproof green tea. And so I explained to him why I choose that because my heart races. Um, and uh, so you're putting brain octane, grass of butter, and green tea. Right. All right. And I actually use ghee. Um, oh, if you use the bulletproof ghee? Uh, no. We, we make it now. I'll get to send you some. It's easy to keep me up. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so yeah, I like to try that. Um, I'm just discovering SAMI and methylation. And I'm thinking to myself, if I had to pick one supplement, it used to be CoQ10 and fish oil, but SAMe methylates your whole body and it also cleans out your DNA. So from an anti-aging point of view, I love SAMe. And SAMe- It's also an antidepressant. Yeah. It, it does everything. It, it, it helps your joint pains, it helps your back pain, because it's all through a method, enhancing methylation. And most people who have an issue with methylation, or they can't methylate, or methyl groups are attaching to your DNA so it helps you clean that out also. So that's that's important. And um, I always like people to get on some sort of exercise program. So um, so that's the three things I do, and I really love, believe it or not, do you gotta go make some Sammy? All right. I, I definitely just came out with calcium deglucurate. You mentioned methylation. We've got methyl B12 and methyl folate. It just came out because I, these are supplements I've used for years, I've recommended for years. And I just finally realized that let, let me make the, the pure ones without all the weird fillers and all, because there's, there's a lot of weirdness in supplements. Yeah, look, methylation is so important, so the more I take my supplements, I literally take methyl, put my methyl B12 under my tongue if I walk out the door. I take a Sam E in the morning, I take a CoQ10 and the methyl B12, and then I take my handful of supplements like about an hour or two later. Yeah, you saw me take mine right on my first or I'm like, hey, we should have a competition. See who's taking whose handful is bigger. You, Oz, and I could sit there and compare how many supplements <laughs> we're taking. 
so people listening, so some of them will, will say, but you know, how, how much, what's the dollar value of the supplements? And I don't actually know, but there's probably 10 or 20 bucks worth of supplements in my hands. Because I, I take the highest in something makes mix with highest in stuff that's, that's right. more affordable. But, uh, and I take some rare, expensive ones that are not necessary. What is like an entry level? If you're 30 years old, you don't want to be old, but it's easier to do preventive maintenance. What, what's an what's average daily or monthly budget that someone should think about investing in supplements just for preventative stuff? So when people pose that question to yeah. me, I always say to them, so you get your nails done, <laughs> okay, you get your hair done, you know, but does it do anything for inside here? It does not. So when you put that in perspective, the budget, you can have a budget, but I don't like to do a budget. The reason being is when we look at your comprehensive labs and you have a deficiency of vitamin D and you have a deficiency of uh, uh, zinc and you have a deficiency of all your B vitamins, you know, you look at fatty acids, only fatty acids, your omega-3s are not good. You can't put a budget on that, but so if you say, educate people as why you need to take it. Now, certainly there are multiple different brands they could choose from. And I always tell people, look, manufacturers have a choice where you could buy lot A ingredients, lot B, lot C, and lot oh, D. Oh, we test the crap out of this. Right, yeah. So you really want to take the highest, uh, purest product you could find. So you're gonna to have to pay a little bit more. So a 30-year-old guy, look, you know, if you were gonna take a, a multivitamin, if you had to take a fish oil, a CoQ10, um, and a good fish oil is gonna cost 50, 60 bucks, a good CoQ10 is gonna cost about that much. Uh, Phosphatidyl serine also helps with focus and concentration. It also helps push cortisol inside the cells. Zinc helps uh, block the conversion of testosterone uh, to estrogen. So I, I tell uh, people, especially if you're gonna drink, take zinc before you drink because then aromatase inhibitor alcohol makes you make more estrogen and zinc's pretty cheap. Yeah, we have a, a zinc and copper blend uh, that I just yeah. with because people are usually high in one or the other, so getting the right ratio. Well, none of the ratio, no, no, I see you made the face, but the ratio is important because if you take zinc alone, you will deplete copper, mm -hmm. so you do have to replace the copper, so that's why it's important to take zinc with copper. So, so I figured I just mix them in the same pills, the same pills. <laughs> well, well, you did, even though you were trying to save pills, it actually worked out right because the way, and I had a hard time finding zinc mixed with copper because most people just make, most manufacturers make zinc, but we went through 50 brands before I could find zinc with copper because when you take zinc, you will deplete copper. Yeah, and like as you say, copper, you get toxic if you don't have zinc. Right. So I, I felt that, that, that people, like as a service bill, they should be mixed and I, I didn't like only taking one or the other. Yeah, so, so, so you did it right. <laughs> Uh, we, had, we didn't even talk about that before. I'm not sure you knew that we had that coming out. Now, uh, we're, we're up on the end of the show, and uh, I always have a fun time chatting. We've had a chance to chat multiple times before. This is never on camera. Uh, where can people find out more info about your practice? I'm sure there's some New Yorkers who probably want to check out what you're up to. Yeah, we at, um, I think it's uh, antiagingm.com. So it's the letter M. So, so the word anti-aging space M.com. Okay. And, or they could punch in Liondale Medical. Liondale Medical. Medical. And you're Dr. Lionel Bassoon, B-I-S-O-O-N. So you're easy to Google. Right, two S, two O's, and then B-I. Oh, I only said one S, sorry. I know there's two S's right there. Yeah, yeah. Not Bison Bassoon. Yeah, don't go to Bison, he's the orthopedic surgeon. Cool. 
Unless you want to have, have a bone fix. There you go. Look, I didn't get a job once because of my name. They said, look, we have a Dr. Bishop, we have a Dr. Bassoon, and we have a Dr. Bison, so if we give Bassoon a job, <laughs> we'll have a serious problem. Nobody would know who to page. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so I actually didn't get the residency position because of my name, believe it. But at least the guy was honest and told me that. It, it's a real operational thing. I, I can tell you on our executive team, we've had three Davids, but you know, like, like, how does that work? Calling for David. Right. <laughs> It's confusing. All right, Dr. Bassoon, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for being on Bulletproof Radio, and I appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. If you like today's show, you know what to do. Head on over to Bulletproof and try some of the new supplements. The new calcium B-glucrate is a really powerful detoxer. and it's great for estrogen. Uh, for estrogen, that's true. Right. So that's why I typically recommend it for estrogen. Detox. Specifically estrogen. And there's yeah. some pesticides and things like glutathione is the primary detoxer. Yeah. This is secondary. Right. But I take it from my estrogen and, and it helps. So you can feel a difference. So senior estrogen is in your gut and mm-hmm. the intestines. Calcium glutarate will take that up also. Oh, so if you're eating stuff that has excess estrogen, like, like, like soybeans or something? <laughs> yeah, most people, you know, the standard American diet, trust me, has estrogens in your food. And there's a direct binding in your salmon liver excretion thing. I, I didn't know it binds. No, I will tell you that also. That's that's news to me. That, that's, yeah. I, I usually know these weird things. But that's a cool thing. So head on over, try out calcium deglucrate, maybe copper zinc, uh, a few new supplements that are out there. Because I figure, like, there's some things that we do every day. Right? We we drink water, which is mm-hmm. I just came out of fat water that, right. that, that is now available. Fat. It's got brain octane in it. Oh, nice. nice. Man, I gotta get you some of the latest stuff. So it's uh, it's got no sugar, but it's got a little bit of micro droplets of rain octane. So you actually feel like a pretty nice buff. That's, that's a great creation. And the idea is people put protein in water and, right. and sugar in water. With the, you don't want that in your water. Put fat in there. Put fat in there. There you go. And then we've got... You know what? That'd be a great press release. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it's happened. It won the uh, best... Uh, let's see. Most innovative new beverage at like the beverage industry awards. Oh, so wow. It's just coming on the market. You'll oh, see awesome. it at some of the big retailers pretty soon. And then we've got coffee because people drink that right. every day. And we've got bars because people often have to eat those when I they're love that lemon bar. And, and then the the final thing is uh, okay. People take the vitamins every day, so I just want to like do those things right. right. You can do it anyway. Just do it a little bit better. Right. And it's just a, it's a shift in what you're doing, not a change in a big way. And so I'm really working to make it easy. Right. Well, look, the pr- there, you can't really put a price on feeling good. I, 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 I did. It, it's, it's priceless. Because when I was 26, I felt so crappy. I had $6 million. I felt like crap. And I'm like, I have to solve this because otherwise, it's like you're going to die if you don't. And, you know, you had asked me about those, those, those three things you'll tell people. Do I have a lot of executives come in here and go, they let price dictate their health. And I always say to them, you can't let the price dictate your health. But supplements don't cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, you, if you could drive a Porsche, trust me, you could buy some good quality <laughs> well said. nutrition. If, you know, if you have, yeah, and people will tell you, oh my, you know, I have a Lamborghini park outside, but they'll say, well, I don't want to spend $50 on a fish oil. I'm like, well, you got your priorities <laughs> priority. You know, your health should be the most important yeah. thing. And if you had to spend two, $300 a month in prevention, you know, that's the best thing you can do. I'm, I'm grateful to be able to do that. And if I have expensive pee, I'm also grateful for that. It's all right. So we got to make it out. And that drove me nuts because the doctor in television says taking all those vitamins make, all this will make expensive pee, which what she didn't understand is that's a metabolic breakdown products that you're excreting, not the active forms. 
And I, you know, I was ready to send NBC um, a letter about it, but thank God they got rid of it. Awesome. Well, thanks, Dr. Bassoon. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey. The information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing, treating, curing, or preventing any disease. Before using any products referenced on the podcast, consult with your healthcare provider, carefully read all labels, and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products. Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.